0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to an episode of The Wrong Theater here on the 610 Podcast Network. This is your host, Stephen O'Malley, joined alongside by Aiden LaCourie and Billy Bruno for our premiere WandaVision recap episode. Obviously, it's not as fun to say as a Mando Monday. I mean, it's just it wasn't we weren't afforded the same opportunity. And the idea of putting it on a Wednesday when it's a Friday show is not practical in any way. But today is different. It will be different from all other uh recaps because we got the first two episodes today instead of normally it'll just be one um i would say a lot to digest but it it's a lot to digest and it's not a lot to digest at, at the very same time i i it's an intriguing show there's a lot happening but there's not a lot happening it's a very curious way of making a, a marvel product and i so far i'm intrigued and i think that the only way you can feel is intrigued or confused or lost or disappointed because of your confusion. Um, but, I, I mean, we just get your guys' thoughts to start off. But that, that's that's how I'm feeling right now.
1: Um, I sent you guys the meme that I saw on Twitter. and It's the What LeBlanc meme from Lives Out. It's so true. Uh, it makes no damn sense. It compels me, though. Um, I mean, pretty – I when we were previewing it on our – monday show i mean literally what we said like just following the sitcom to a t with a couple of little teases but those little teases are just really solid and i think it's a perfect for me of am not being like damn this this show's really boring i'm looking forward to like picking up down the line they do just enough to make you be like what is going on that like leaves you like satisfied in a way like and the true confusion level is fantastic because you know it goes back to what I think I said on Monday show, where you know it's going to have such big impacts on the wider MCU, and, like, we have no press leaks, no spoilers, like, nothing's been, like, no one has any idea where this is going, and you know it's going to be something big, and you're getting these little teases, and it's just fantastic. And I think the show, and we'll get into it, is I kind of like how they alternated, that there's, like, two to three different routes that they can go, and I still don't know which way they're, we're going to choose, and I'll, and I'll jump into those down the line.
2: This ain't it. I mean, this is just not the way to go about making a Marvel show. I don't like the whole recreating of the sitcom thing. Like, what they should have done—that's the first episode. They should have started to get into the actual meat of the show, the meat and potatoes, with all the like the teases. It's there's so few of them. I would, was not satisfied with the little teases that they gave me. I looked them up, find out what they meant in case I missed anything, they needed to do a little bit more. I didn't – I was kind of bored, especially in the second episode because I felt it was the same thing as the first in a way. I, I don't like the whole sitcom thing. I'm just not, not feeling it. So
0: to touch on Aiden's point is, like, the, the big thing with this show is we didn't get those Lights, Camera, Podcast leaks where they, you know, they list that X, Y, and Z is playing X, Y, and Z like they did with mandalorian so like yes it wasn't confirmed until it actually happened in the show but there's there's no sense of what's going on in this show like that has been released before um the actual episodes themselves like there was rumors about things for mandalorian and for this there's been rumors about about nothing basically but the the thing to respond to you billy is like i get it the sitcom thing is weird but and how I'll describe it is the the breaks from that reality are so unbelievably like it they like I am trying to think of the word but like that's fueling my excitement is the the three second break from whatever the hell is going on in Westview that happened in two episodes is like okay where are we going like I that's where they have me that's I'm excited
2: I'm, for that when it actually breaks but that's I think that's the there. whole
0: point though the whole point is that we're supposed to be transfixed in this whatever the hell sitcom reality, whatever's going on, that's where our focus is supposed to be. And then the little blips where we, and I don't want to say a blip because that's what they use for the Thanos snap, but the little snippets of, of returning to real time is supposed to snap you out of basically the reality they put you in. And that for me is where their intention lies. I do agree with you, Billy. Like, and I, I said this a little bit before the show, this is a tough start. These first two episodes for casual fans, this is definitely a tough start to really get them uh, completely on board with the idea. And and Billy is way way more than a casual in this sense. Like I've talked to a couple of people here and there. Some are big fans. Some are casual as in the sense they've seen the twenty three movies and that's that's probably about it. But this is this is a definitely a tough start, I think. And I don't I don't know if that's much up for debate because there's a lot of confusion here. And casual fans definitely would love more answers than questions in the first two episodes. Me personally, no, I'm good. I, I enjoyed the, what was going on, but this is definitely a, a tougher start for Disney. Did Plus, you guys Disney. think it was funny?
2: Because I didn't think it was funny. I,
0: I, I thought it was an off sense of humor. I was like, haha, what the hell is happening? Like I actually, I, I verbalize a lot when I'm watching movies and shows. Like I'll say stuff out loud, especially if I'm by myself. Cause I, it's just my thought process. But I had a sort of nervous singing voice a couple of times, like, what is happening? Like, I would say that as they're, like, maybe making a joke. Like, when the, the boss was choking or about the choke, like, I was, like, getting a nervous laughter. And then in the second episode, uh, during the, the party planning scene and the magic show, like, there was a nervous laughter. Like, that wasn't funny, it w- but it was. Like, it, it, like something's wrong.
2: But I'm laughing yeah like yeah for like, the, yeah. Children, for the ju-
0: I think what
1: you're saying Stephen I'm trying to verbalize here for you is I think the show does a very good job there's a there's a layer
0: of unease behind everything. yes it's not really funny like I'm that's not funny but, but it's it's stupid humor but I'm laughing because i'm I'm nervous there's I mean, a, there's a sense of uh, un, uh, I'm unsettled by the humor they're creating when I know we all know there's something wrong but like we have no idea what it is and they they have these off color jokes that are you're just like, ha 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 ha, ha what is happening? I like, so that's thinking, how I felt. They're also sticking to the like this,
1: as you said, the sitcom narrative. Like you go watch I Love Lucy old old shows, the
2: humor there is, is different. Um, that's what I, I don't thought, I, I don't like that that they're sticking straight to that because I mean, to me you, it reminded me a that. lot of when they did the live all in the family and the live jefferson's like um oh i don't think there's is anything like those because they're re they're trying to do something very similar to that and it's just not as funny as the original and obviously I don't this think isn't the same is... script or anything but they're emulating the whole same context the same blueprint and i'm just not I'm not feeling i that. don't think humor is the intention here
0: like i don't think they're going yeah, for the for the humor at all i think this is sort of the and especially and I, the one thing i will i will bitch and moan about is The first episode was listed as 30 minutes and it was only 21 minutes long. That drove me crazy. The nine minutes of credits was, was incredibly excessive that I will not get over. But the, the cut scene at the end of the first episode, like when they, when we, we pulled the camera back and the person from sword is watching like that, that makes you know that this is not a sitcom. This is not funny. Like we should not have been laughing. We, we are now even more unsettled heading into the future. And so like, that's where, the humor lies but like yes they're basing this off of I love Lucy, Mary Tyler Moore show, Family Matters, all that stuff. They're basing it off of that in Wanda's reality, but nothing about this is supposed to be funny. Like I don't think and I'll get into a theory I have later about why this isn't funny at all, but like this is where the humor lies in the in the un the, the unsettled reaction from the audience. Like for a casual fan, I think they might miss On sort of the the tone but the 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 fans like us who are delving into the deeper meaning of this like the sitcom is basically it's the sleeve of the book like it's just the look of the book and the inside is where it all gets messy and the whole details lie like I I, they're definitely not going for humor like I'm I don't think it's supposed to be funny yeah but the the humor it comes from the fact that we are uneasy with the situation
1: I think it's also kind of staying on the sitcom route. One of the most interesting parts and reveals to me was I thought this would be either a reality created by someone that like it's meant to feel like a sitcom and that's all. But the weirdest part to me, and again, this reveal was that other like it's this sitcom is being broadcast. That was that is that you said that cutscene at the very end of episode one. I was like, so people are actively seeing what's happening and it's being like broadcast and televised. Like, I don't know
0: if necessarily it's being televised but it's being viewed by people a very what's happening. It's being viewed it's being viewed. I think it's just being viewed by S.W.O.R.D. and people involved with powered beings but I don't think it's I don't think it's like a, this is a TV show in the MCU like I don't think No no no,
1: I don't mean like that. I mean that like it's not just this bubble and no But one people are, people bubble.
0: are watching it.
1: People like, sure. see what is happening and see it in the sitcom lens, like they're seeing that, so, like something's clearly. So awful. since being since you like,
0: brought that up, my is being altered. Yeah, my instant reaction to that was, Wanda is protecting what is going on in the whether she's being control of the bubble or not. She is protecting the the projections from the bubble in the sitcom variety. So she is not revealing a hundred percent of what is going on in the bubble by. Transmitting it through the sitcom, like basically protecting herself with the sitcom sort of setup. I, I, there's a lot of confusion as to what her deal is, but I think that she is the one with with the idea behind the sitcom sort of thing because she doesn't know. Uh, she doesn't know about true family sort of setup. Like her her life is full of tragedy. I f- also find it interesting. Like she's Sokovian. She doesn't have an English, like, a, American accent, like, in the MCU. Like, this is, like, that's another thing people just kind of, it just went right over their head, that it's just Elizabeth Olsen talking like an actress. Like, this is... No, well, she kind of lost her accent in all the movies. That's kind of been, like, the glaring flaw.
1: Like, no. The, that that that...
2: Vision's not supposed to have a British accent in the comics, right?
0: Well, he's Jarvis in the MCU. He goes from Jarvis to be. Oh, no, that's normal. I'm Vision. saying that, that's like, normal. I'm saying no. In in
1: Endgame, when oh no, go listen. Like she has her accent disappears from Age of Ultron. Like in each subsequent movie, gets less and less. Like I've read, like that's been like a known thing. That that wasn't a surprise to me. Like that's just kind of like a recut. They changed it because I don't think they just wanted her to have this like really thick accent anymore.
0: But she is learning family values through sitcom, and that is why that is what she, that is how, what she is projecting is because that is how she is learning from how to build her family values.
2: Yeah. I would agree with that how because also you noticed that it's changing per episode so that she's gonna be learning kind of on the fly and portraying her own little reality like that, so I think that leads into your theory right there. Because even like her furniture and the setup of their rooms are different for each episode
0: each episode yeah and the 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 color tone from episode 1 to 2 is drastically the decade. different
1: well that was the first episode I, was the 50s i know 50s, that's what i'm
0: saying so like it like the thing was these were both black and white that would that would be tough to tell for some people but you could i could clearly distinctly see the 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 change in graphic tone from yeah, 50s agreed. to 60s just and just a stylistic then, element yes exactly yeah and then obviously we're branching into the the 70s and then you know i think what is it we're going to do 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s
1: are we going to totally do 90s yeah there, there's the 90s were in the uh, promos i
2: think so i thought they uh, had listed some more shows that were around the sixties and the seventies, so they could be there for a couple episodes, right?
0: Yeah. I, I think that that, and maybe that's just what they were pulling from, the, the influences they were pulling from and that, that, that might be it. So I I don't think we're going back to the fifties and sixties. No, I would yeah. So, like, so because I think because we're we good. saw we're in
1: color now, just yeah. a matter of I mean, we all theorize like episode five, five between four and five, is kind of breaks off. So we'll see about that.
0: I mean I just think I actually I, I wanna I wanna distance from that. I don't think we break off until uh, seven or nine. I didn't. I I actually really did think these were going to be thirty, thirty-five minute episodes. I mean, this is a twenty-minute and a twenty-five minute episode. Like, yeah. I don't. We weren't. I'm saying. I'm saying. Logistically, I'm changing my opinion based off of the actual amount of time we have per episode. So if if they're following this same suit, like I I think that I now know we have less time to do things in these next three episodes, and I think maybe closer to the end of six, beginning of seven, we brand, we break off from this. This sitcom sort of I, sense. I just I mean, wanna, I'm not
2: surprised it's this length though, because they really are trying to emulate the sitcom. So
0: I, I understand. I'm that that saying. Time length. Yeah, I just think, I, thought, I did think they'd be a little and longer.
2: That's probably why it's nine episodes, because the whole time when we saw nine episodes, I was a little surprised because I thought this was more of a six episode type of thing. But it's shorter length, it makes sense.
1: I just also find it um, just really interesting. Well, even with the length, I think one thing that we discussed that I'm still going back to kind of when we break off that I th- we were, I think, spot on. I think all three of us mentioned in our preview that we expected each episode to have more and more hints, right, to the outside world. So in the first episode, there was maybe the stark toaster with the blinking red light. You had um the first time the the dinner where Wanda was like, what's going on? And you had little hints, but then you had the big reveal at the end. And then the second episode, you had the, the little sword toy helicopter, and you had the and the watch, and the the, the, watch struck,
0: the Strucker watch and, with Hydra and
1: and, and and Dottie's blood. So, like I'm saying, yeah. like the little hints that something is off in, are going to probably keep increasing. And Wanda's, I, I think I mentioned it. The the different ways we're going and we're kind of get into. Steve, I'm sure you specifically are very aware of uh, like Mephisto, and we'll get into that. But yeah, the idea is that. Each episode, one thing I did like what they did is they alternated between making me feel like, oh, Wanda's in full control. She knows what's happening. When she said no to the beekeeper and rewinded when she was the one who had something to do with Mr. Hart. But there's other hints where I feel like when you hear Jimmy Wu's voice, like someone seems to be controlling her.
0: Right. So that's the the big question.
1: So that's what I'm saying when I said at the start of our show, there's different ways. I liked it how it alternates between making us feel like she's in control and this is her world. And then there's other hints, like she has no
0: idea what's going on. So the first episode, it was very faint that it was Jimmy Woo's voice. Like it was, you, you had to, you had to really know that you had the to. The second one, it was pretty clear. The second one. And that's what I mean. So episode two, we, you know, we're talking about the adding more hints as we go. Like that was distinctly Jimmy Woo in full panic, like mayday, mayday. Like, can you hear me? You need help. Like you need help. Like, are you in, like, are you, are you okay? Like who's, who's doing this? That, that is the shift from Wanda controlling, you know, the the strawberry into the, the guy's throat, like basically killing him because of the questions he was asking. Like it's, it's, it's a, almost a seesaw. Like it goes back and forth. Like at the beginning of the episode, it looks like Wanda's, you know, she, it's when it's very sitcom it looks like Wanda's just, you know, learning and just, you know, mulling around her reality, but when you know things start to, you know, when the basically when the screen starts to flicker, when we start to get concerned with a certain event taking place, is like especially with some of the Monica Rambo scenes, like you see that the the blinking of the screen and the, like everything starts to become off balance, and then you don't know who's in control. And I I really don't have an idea of who's in control, like based off of what we've been given. I have ideas based off of how I think the series will go, but. Like there's no definitive answer after these first two episodes, which I, I do kind of like as, as a fan. I, I, I know I'd like, you know, definitive answers as soon as possible. But with a show like this, building around the idea of confusion, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I'm, I'm very much a fan of building around this very confusing idea. Like I'm enjoying it so far.
2: I still think they should have moved a little quicker i I don't think
0: i do agree with that though i
2: think they could have had the beekeeper in at the end of the first episode or like and only kind of can like these two episodes really could have been done in one episode pretty much at the same length they could have cut some of the stuff out
1: i just sometimes wonder if you're if you're supposed to kind of view them kind of as one complete episode saying that they were released at the same time not like they're not the same episode but like When you're releasing them at the same time, I'm not too worried. Then it just makes it feel as though it's eight weeks. It's an eight-week show.
2: I suspected that we weren't going to get anything really in the first episode in that you would see something of a little teaser or a little cliffhanger at the end of the second, like we did with the beekeeper. Because I'm like, they wouldn't be releasing two episodes if they weren't doing it like that on purpose. They obviously had a reason for releasing two today and having one episode per week after this. So, like, the first episode was almost a toss-out for me. Yeah, obviously the commercial was cool. You saw the little Stark poster, and obviously the red blinking light probably has some effect there. Maybe they're watching her like that. I don't know. But other than that, it really wasn't much from the first episode.
0: I Bye. think... You you got to. see. It's just a quick follow-up to Billy's point. Like, I do agree. Like, I do think the first episode was a feeler, and you just throw that out, basically, at this point. Like... Like, the first episode just kind of gets the ball rolling on the idea, and now we're, like, the, first, the second episode was the true first episode of the series in terms of getting the ball rolling. Like, the first episode was just the concept and, like, breaking the ice, sort of, of the show. That's why it's, I don't think we're going to have another show that's nine. Like, I, that's why this one's nine. It's a little bit more confusing. Maybe they just wanted to set it up a little bit, like, have a little bit more of the groundwork down before they get into it, Like like Mando did. Like, Mando has more time in their show, but, like... The, they're following the eight-episode thing. Like this was technically, I can see what you're saying too, Aiden. Like I'm combining your points. Like this was one episode, but like see, the idea of the first episode was just to just to basically demonstrate the concept uh, to to the audience. And now, after the second episode, the the true show has begun.
1: See, I had no issue with it though, because this is kind of like what we expected. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just like that's how I. There was I, if I, anything, I view you, the I thought there was more confusing and elements and little hints to like what might be going on than I expected and I I can can we run through those really quick and see if I'm even missing any so for me at least um the big elements I was like whoa like what is happening here obviously I think you're looking at um the whole dinner scene and it sounded as though Mr. Hart Mrs. Hart was yelling almost stop it in this like like weird trance like state at Wanda
0: I I didn't like that it goodness. was weird.
1: Yeah. Wanda, he was choking on the chocolate strawberry that was, that Wanda made, which implies Wanda was the one who did that. There's this, and then that whole scene just has this sense of amnesia that Wanda and Vision have no idea where they are, how they got there, what's going on, right? They have no idea of their past life. And then you're obviously looking at the ending, which is that sword can see what's happening and something's off. And in the second episode. You had the the red oh, and then we forgot like these ads like the Stark toaster with the red blinking light, and it was kind of both actors within that advertisement. (laughs) Both actors within that advertisement were like in that same translate concern state. You had Monica Rambeau appearing and having no idea where she was in the second. You had the whole Dottie scene.
0: She didn't even know her name. She made that up. Like she totally just made that up the whole Dottie
1: scene where her her blood is red and you had Jimmy Woo trying to connect through the, the uh, radio for the, second,
0: for the second time.
1: Yeah. And then it almost makes it seem as though anytime someone's trying to press Wanda or no, like Wanda does something to prevent it. You, I forgot. i already mentioned the toy helicopter, and what what are they doing with this red color? Like, what's the those little things? And then any
0: any time Wanda's existence in this universe is questioned, things start to get really uh, high alert. Like in the, in the yeah. show, and then you have the ending with
1: the beekeeper and the rewind, and.
0: I don't I mean, think you missed anything, but one thing I'd like to, to those delve are the into, big ones. You, I, those, just, I, I really think that's it. I, I really think that in terms of oh, the big ones, that's it.
1: And then the one other thing was that I mean, this wasn't me watching. The only one that I was like, "Oh," was Catherine Hahn's character, Agnes. Her husband has been teased too much to not, not matter. How about that, how about the devil's in more than that line, which was kind well, of well. That's that's what I was going to say.
0: Attention. But that's the only other thing another well that this isn't i don't know if this is a big point but you know we keep talking about the children well where the hell are they you haven't seen a single kid yeah. in either episode they're talking about for the children and the only time children are technically seen is wanda's baby bump uh at the end of the second episode so we keep talking about you know for the children Oh, uh, it's all about and then the thing with the, the throwaway lines with the schools and the the country clubs and the the kids and we don't see them. Um, but I. And that I, the for the thing
1: children chant was, was also.
0: There's a lot of like. MD I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Moments in this show. And that's when to- I don't think Wanda's in control when yeah. shit like that happens. is like the stop it and the for the children makes me think that Wanda's not in control. Because even she she is essentially in the same seat we are as the confusion as to. Like when she was late to the for the children in the circle scene, the whatever they're eating tea, or not, or they're having tea in the party planning. Um, Wanda missed it, like just like we would, like we, we we were just as we were just as aware of the situation as Wanda was how to respond to for the children for the children. Um, my my thing with Ralph, uh, Catherine Hans characters, uh, husband. Uh, I, I'll delve into it. He's Mephisto. I mean, I'm not even going to beat around the bush. Like the fact that he's not present, the fact that he is hinted at after a line referring to the devil uh, is mentioned. I don't think that's a throwaway. I don't even think that they were trying to hide it. I just think that that is their explanation of potentially someone who is behind uh, this reality. Um, The devil is in the details is what uh, Dottie says. And then Catherine Han's character says that's not the only place he is like that. We haven't seen Ralph. She talks about Ralph. She gets intrigued when the devil is brought up and she gives more information about the devil when the devil is brought up. Um, obviously, uh, we might see Ralph in Ralph form, but I do not believe that Ralph is going to truly be Ralph. I do think that Mephisto is going to be in play here. Um, it just makes it a little bit more simpler uh for audiences if if you bring up Mephisto in a sense that he's just the devil uh of this MCU it's hard to get into what he actually is in, in the comics because I mean if you think about it just having the devil in in Marvel comics like there's people more powerful than the devil in Marvel comics like that that's not a, that's not it but like just the fact that Mephisto can just be a demonic figure. Uh, an evil sort of Doctor Strange, but not as powerful figure that can mind control powerful beings. But just introduce him as as a demonic figure, uh, sort of s- scenario.
2: So is he that powerful of the villain? I know he's the devil. Because so could he be controlling this whole thing, possibly? Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Because
2: he was sure. in Ghost Runner, right? Ghost
0: he, Rider. Ghost, Ghost yeah. Rider. Yeah. He yeah he wasn't Ghost Rider, but. Uh, Ghost Rider sold his soul to Mephisto, Um, but uh, like the thing is like in theory, like in, in real theory, Thor could come down with Stormbreaker and just absolutely just blast Mephisto in terms of one-on-one combat, but his sort of mind-controlling abilities can, can probably he can probably mind-control anybody or not mind-control, but just alter someone's state of mind in the comics for a decent amount of time that's why i think the breaking of reality is wanda is so damn strong that he can't control her for for a, a complete sense like that's how they can break through uh the bubble like mephisto can't hold her for that long because as kevin feige said after uh, endgame wanda is technically the most powerful being in the mcu and
1: it, and like relative to comics mephisto has like a lot of connections to the like aforementioned like children um, so there's like a lot of theories that his involvement could be. He wants like Wanda's kids or something along those lines. So, there, so there's this is what I mean. But the, so s- some stuff is there. It's like, clear that I think Mephisto is being teased. It's clear that either Wanda or some other figures controlling this with like, and that it might be the a little bit involved. Seem to be in kind of the same amnesic state in a way. Like they are kind of confused about why they're there too. It's just kind of like
0: the thing with the thing with Mephisto being in control is like, well, Mephisto might be in control, but like Wanda is powerful enough to like alter hit the reality he created for her to like kind of fit her dreams in this sort of like. And then once, once her, you know, he breaks, she breaks off of what from what he created, then things start to get weird, you know what I mean? Like, once. Once Wanda has veered off the track that Mephisto created, like, like the town hall meeting or whatever, and, and they do something that they weren't supposed to, then the, the, the creepiness starts to set in and the whole world questioning sort of begins again. That's kind of my thought process.
1: Yeah, and I'm interested to see if we, S.W.O.R.D.'s involvement grows, like, was S.W.O.R.D. like, some rumors, like, was S.W.O.R.D. possibly did she like they send Wanda in like this was something before Wanda even got there. Now she's confused. There's just so many elements that play that. I like again, that. We can't really just dis- like discuss it in detail because there's just no idea. We can just kind of theorize and 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 bring note to it. It's just really interesting that they're cl- sort of trying to break in and and get Wanda out of there or do something. But it also does seem as though is almost comfortable in this new reality, and she doesn't want to leave it. And she clearly forgets why she was sent there or she got there in the first place.
0: I'm curious, and, I, and just after watching the first two episodes and then remembering the trailer, I'm curious to how in the hell we get from where we were today to that scene where whoever shot out of the bubble is shot out of the bubble into, re- like, real world. Like, how, how in the world? To we get from where we are right now to a scene like that? Like someone being shot out of this bubble into the re- with people in our reality, like in our time. Like that is so mind-blowing to me that at some point in this series, we are going to get from where we are today to that. And that's ridiculous to me. And I tr- I trust that it'll be in due time and it'll be good. But that is crazy to me that that will eventually happen. That blows and my mind. still
2: really need an explanation as to how – visions around don't we
0: yeah so i have
2: i there's have so again
1: yeah there's so many questions we can I just have a prediction us.
2: for vision and it's it's it's
0: not as in depth as a mephisto theory that i have but my basic prediction for vision is vision is not real and that wanda is powerful enough to create a projection of vision that is so realistic that sometimes he can even show off his powers like wanda is so powerful that she can create this idea of vision from when they were together uh, at the times of Age uh, of ageable, or sorry, Civil War uh, up to the events of Infinity War, like that she is so powerful that she can create this image that is its own thinking being. And it's it basically, it, it, she is strong enough to demonstrate what his powers would be like uh, in this alternate reality. Like that he is literally a, just an incredibly powerful projection of Wanda's imagination. That is my prediction. I'm just, I really
2: hope he's not real because he didn't even die because of the snap. Like, you got to leave some people dead.
1: I don't think there he would be back. The issue would be is, like, in the like comics it's happened, like, Wanda is so powerful that, like, the figment of her imagination and this, like, as you said, this, like, projection of sorts that she created, like, she can give life to. I know it sounds crazy, but that's, like...
0: Yeah, she's generally... strong enough to where that's realistic and the fact that Vision in this you know sort of bubble where there's not clear imminent danger can demonstrate that he can fly walk through walls a little bit of super strength but like not let's say vision's power his real power is needed like that's not really going to be realistic i'm I'm confident in
1: saying that this version of vision is not like the vision that who died like in infinity in infinity war like, I don't think he is like, just the vision we know. I, think, I, mean, I don't again, think
0: so either. There's just so much. I really think that this is a projection that is just so powerful from Wanda's mind that you know, she is strong enough to create a sense of you know, dem- him demonstrating his power a little bit. A little bit. I know there's a scene, excuse me, in one of the, uh, the trailers or teasers or whatever where he, you see him fly, like, take off and fly towards the top of the bubble like i don't know what he can do beyond that like f- fly, like i don't like if he's a projection if my prediction is if he's a projection i don't know how much more powerful he, he can get than that that's pretty that's pretty powerful if he's not real yeah just literally flying towards i feel, it, feel like i keep repeating bubble. it but just kind of like i
1: love the little hints and i can theorize on them but like even the little hints that they dropped I, there's only so much i can say the only big reveals to me were that S.W.O.R.D. is actively aware of what's going on. I was wondering if there's just going to be this, like, bubble and they have no idea what's happening. And they're trying to connect with Wanda.
0: I definitely think they're trying to get in.
1: It makes it seem as though, like, my thing is, was S.W.O.R.D. working with Wanda? Or are they trying to, like, be, like save her from herself? Like, that's, I think, the big reveal is who who is controlling this bubble, but and like who are the people in it and there's just so many questions i have
0: so we know from the end of far from home that there's like a 98 percent chance that nick fury is in charge of sword or talos is in charge of sword from what they what we know from far from home and my question is when does he show up because this is clearly this is clearly getting to and i i'm just saying this based off of the episode we had today and that scene in the trailer where there's hundreds of agents outside the bubble like this is, this is clearly a threat to the world. There is something very, 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 very wrong here. And they're trying to get in and I don't know if they're going to be able to. And I'm wondering when we see the, the basically the, the, what I'm gonna call the snap out moment, where we are thrown out of this uh, sitcom reality into the real world where S.W.O.R.D. is having discussions on what the hell to do and how to how to basically solve the the problem. And I don't know what the problem is. I don't know when we're gonna get to it, but I I really I really want to see what sword has become post endgame.
2: I mean, I'm excited for that, but honestly, before we get to that, I'm it's just like whatever. Like I'll watch each episode, but I won't be you know expecting that much or super excited for it.
1: It reminds me of, uh, I mean, they said they would, it kind of reminds me of Mandalorian, those first couple episodes where there's not, not that much happening, a couple little teases, but you know bigger things are coming.
2: Um, I, like, just I, I was it. excited today to have Marvel back, and I got super excited hearing the opening credits, and that song. They that changed the made.
0: opening credits.
2: They did change it, which I thought was clever. I I, th- totally. I did like that, yeah.
0: But don't they do that, like. I mean, Maybe I expected them to, but I was just—I was looking
2: at it. Like the beginning was like the same general tune, and then they changed it a little bit. I don't love that, but remember,
0: like the Ant-Man one always gets smaller. Remember yeah. Like- well, the last one I—the last Marvel movie I saw was on ABC was the Black Panther special, so I only saw T'Challa. That was the last. That was the last thing in my mind was the full T'Challa reel. So I kind of forgot what the the whole run through was. But they—I saw they—they they ended with the with the snap
1: see that's interesting though billy really, because like i think what you're getting at is i felt very satisfied it didn't overachieve my expectations but it, it hit it right on the mark and the only thing it did that i guess did i wasn't something was it did give me a little more big teases not big teases but like teases that made me feel even more confused which i like like i'm kind of thriving on the confusion right now and i kind of live
0: i I was thriving on the the unease. I was like, okay, I need to know what's happening because I don't know what's happening. Like that yeah. is where my source of excitement is coming from, the source of the the sense of unsettled unsettling humor that I was receiving from the show because I know we all know something's wrong. Something is definitely wrong. Like something is clearly wrong in this this show, this universe, whatever the hell we're going to call it something is wrong and I'm laughing at sort of scenes that just truthfully aren't funny. Like it's an unease. It's a, it's a, it's an uneasing laughter.
1: It's interesting though. I wasn't never even bored during it. I was just like, I enjoyed it. Like it, I, I think Bettany and Olsen are really good. And I just kind of was enjoying it. I was, it was waiting weird. for those yeah, little hints to drop and it was clever. It was just, it was an enjoyable, like whatever, how long was it? Like 50 minutes? It was an
0: enjoyable. Was too short yeah, just for me enjoyable to be 50 it was like, minutes.
2: It was like 45 minutes. I was not satisfied, but it was around what I expected. I, don't, I did not expect the first half of this season to be that good. But I thought it was going to be too weird for my liking until when they actually started getting into what craziness was going on.
0: I I think based off of the drastic – I I would say drastic. I think we only got one hint in the first episode of – the sort of real world. And in the second episode, there was like five or six sort of little, I don't know what we're going to call them, little teases, I guess, of, of the real world or the sense of uh, there's something off. Like if we're going from one to five, we could probably go from five to ten in the next episode. So things, things I do have the sense that my predictions for this show or my sense of what I thought was going to happen is definitely completely thrown off. Like I, I do think we get more teases, but with more sitcom at the same time. We're still going to be in the sitcom reality, but I think we get more breaks from the reality that we know from the first episode, like that sort of bubble reality. I think we get more breaks from it, but also by having more sitcom at the same time. Like we are not going to get out of this bubble, I think until the seventh episode or sixth or seventh episode, but I think we are continuously going to get more sitcom and more, unsettling senses that clearly we are not in the right reality that's what i think now
2: that's my new prediction i generally think that each episode is going to be better because when you start getting more breakthroughs with the real world and having more confusion wanda loses some control in each episode more so than the past and then until it all boils over like that's gonna be more interesting every single week so i think it's only going to be going up and honestly i won't be surprised if like the last episode is the best episode and it's just like a steady climb for
0: mm-hmm. that it has to it has to really connect
1: they're laying the groundwork right now
0: so, i know they are i know but like so here's the thing with like the, the, the comparison between this and the mandalorian like the mandalorian doesn't have to connect to anything because they never said it was going to and weren't expecting any connection luke skywalker was a big, really cool connection but like there is a 110 guarantee that the ending of this show has intense and massive ramifications for the future of phase four. Like that is, that is a, that is a contract written guarantee by many people involved with uh, the Disney plus process and uh, the, the, Marvel shows like there There is a guarantee. So obviously I do agree with the steady climb, but I think, I think the sitcom thing works in terms of, creating the unsettling tone that i think that they're going for i think the tone that they shoot for is unsettling and i think by getting more breaks it means more sitcom that's the only thing i'd like to add to billy's point is more breaks from this reality means more sitcom and i think we have more sitcom than i originally predicted
1: so what was your guys grades for the first two episodes I, I okay, first. Your, yeah i want to hear yours yeah
2: I mean, I'll be honest, they're going to be pretty low, much lower than what I think you guys are. I didn't like the first episode at all. I'm going to go 44. I didn't like it. And the second one was a little bit better, but not by much, especially for Marvel's standards. So I'm going to go 53. That That's where I thought you would be.
1: Interesting. I, uh, I thought the first one was a nice um, laying the groundwork, had a couple of solid teases, but overall was just kind of very basic. I'm gonna give that like a 72 um a little lower if I'm kind of I'm not comparing it to but I remember first episode of the second season of Mandalorian I gave like a 78 I think it's not it wasn't as good as that one comparing the two but it's kind of on that same type of level and then the second one was definitely a jump up I really like the teases the layer of undies just screw somebody. I'm gonna give that one an, an 80. An 80? hmm
0: so for the first episode, I, I agree with you, uh, you Aiden. I'm I'm giving it a 68. Like I thought it was definitely solid. I thought it. I, my biggest complaint is the time that that drove me crazy. The fact that there were seven and a half, eight minutes of credits when I was kind of waiting for a couple more things to happen and they they really didn't. But I understand the point. In hindsight, after watching the second episode, I count the first episode as more of laying the the idea of the show, like just breaking or sort of breaking the ice into what we're about to go into. So it wasn't it wasn't by any means exceptional, but it wasn't, it wasn't really bad. And then the second episode was for me a, a nice little jump up to what I expect to happen episode by episode. So I give it 73. So I, I expect to work our way up as sort of in terms of scores with the episodes as well. Like I'm expecting each episode to improve as I do. We all, we all think that, but I, I do very much, I very much like the breaks in the second episode, I like the helicopter and I like the, uh, like, the radio scene with with the blood. I thought mm-hmm. that was thought that was creepy, and I thought that was intentionally unsettling.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think me and Steve are kind of on the same wavelength, and then, yeah, Billy. The thing is, I like I see why. I, I'm not surprised. I feel like it makes sense. It's just more of. I think we're all in agreement though this show is just going to keep on getting better, which is just
0: I, I do a think benefit
1: I mean, for the, the the viewer.
0: We touched on it in the beginning, and we talked about it before we started. Like. I do think this is a tough start, like for casual fans. Like for the Disney Plus the idea of the, the launching of the Disney Plus Marvel shows, like this for these first two episodes, they're not gotcha episodes. Like they don't they don't bring in like the Boba Fett reveal, the end of Mandalorian got a lot of people's attention. Like there's nothing really for people to tr- like casual fans to grab onto. Like there's no substance in a sense that that, that is recognizable to to the general uh viewers but like you know obviously I I, I, we talked about on the prediction show like obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier was definitely the plan from the get-go and like that's definitely going to be a tough adjustment for for how they're building this this Disney plus show universe because this is this is this is a lot of this is a lot of things to think about so it's I said there's no substance to grab onto but there's also a lot of substance at the same time it's a lot of thinking. And it's less like, oh, that's Baron Zemo. Like, he was in that movie. The, the, this, this is a lot of thinking.
1: It's also more action. I feel like there's more, like, The Mandalorian, there's always action, and there's right. Star Wars universe. Well, this is just kind of more laying the groundwork, but you can't. Based on what they're trying to do, you're supposed to be confused. So you can't just have right. scenes and superheroes and all that at the start, which is important. so
2: I'm yeah, this is where I completely disagree with Kevin Feige. Now, so, yeah, WandaVision's actually the Perfect thing for Marvel to have first to start their Disney Plus, you know, adventure. I think the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier would have been so much better, just especially for the casuals, like you said, Steve. Yeah,
0: it, it, definitely in Feige, we trust, but I do disagree there. Like, there's no way that this was that this is better than the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. For yeah, yet.
1: until until we see like after a couple episodes, like a connecting, and it's just... no. I
0: understand. I'm saying. I'm saying. People looking for instant gratification from the first two episodes are getting nothing. Literally they're getting nothing to, to, to grab onto someone who has no idea that the fact that the ending of far from home, which is the last thing we saw is basically connecting to the first episode of this. Like people don't put two and two together like that. Casuals don't put two and two together like that. That's, that's a tough thing to connect a little bit. The idea that there's no mention of sword at the end of far from home, but then the fact that a little logo, Shows up in the first two episodes. Like these are people who don't spend their time. On yeah, music. but
1: we know that. But
0: I know we know that they could.
1: No, I'm saying, but they could very well. Explain. And that's something like, I'm we,
0: grabbing onto, and I'm loving right
1: now. We we don't know where they're they're going. I'm sure it could be explained. Like you could say the same thing about Mandalorian that we never told. Like they could have been like Billy didn't know who Bo Katan. Oh, he did, but like he doesn't. There's a lot of people who didn't know who Bo Katan were or didn't know the origins of the dark saber like that same that
2: thing wasn't happens. the first episode i think that's his point that's my point they right? showed them they yeah. showed you boba fett in the first episode
0: because that's overly recognizable for casual fans oh this.
1: yeah but there was it's this isn't like here like you have to understand it like it's a purposeful set sense of I, confusion
0: no i understand that i'm I, I am fully agreeing that i'm supposed to be confused that pisses a lot of people off. That pisses a lot of casual viewers off. Like the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I guarantee you is going to be a pow, pow, bang, bang, heist sort of episode, like to get the ball rolling. And people yeah, but, would go I disagree
1: nope. though. I think the people, the endings of these both, they know you're laying the groundwork. It's evident, but then the endings are, it, the sense of confusion are going to keep on bringing people back. I disagree. People, people like being confused. People like having to know where the plot's going that's what keeps them uh, bringing them back. So I think they're doing a great job to start.
0: I, I do, I agree. Of course they're doing a great job to start, but I think that for the, the idea of getting the viewers, it's easier to latch on to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier when it's a clear cut present day reality spy show versus this alternate reality confusing uh, whatever show. Like I'm talking, I'm just, I like I, I, obviously they're doing it well. I agree they're doing it well, but it's not, an easy concept for the casual viewer to grasp onto right away. I'm talking about the first two episodes. Like, the where the hook is laid. The hook was laid in Mandalorian with Boba Fett. Like, that... that, that, okay. and, he, that he, armor.
2: Was laid is, like, who's the peak? Honestly, that's, you could, shouldn't even use the second season of The Mandalorian as the example. You should use the first season, and first true. episode example. And they gave you something at the end of that episode that was even more kind of blatant, in a way than Boba Fett with Baby Yoda. Yeah, no, but the that, got the, the that got movie. the casual fans involved. That's the whole argument. I think people, to get Disney Plus subscribers, people will My be My question more, is, do you
1: think people are watching this who are the like, casual viewers and they're gonna be like, oh, I'm not watching this anymore? No. Like, I don't think
2: a confused. casual viewer would specifically go out and buy Disney Plus just to watch the first episodes one division right when it came out and there was a higher chance they would do that with the falcon, with and the falcon Winter soldier. Winter
0: soldier. i agree with that
2: in that case yeah i would agree
0: i think uh, that's that 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 it's easier to grab onto the idea of the falcon and Winter soldier than it is to to wandavision i, I just think that
1: the idea of marvel kind of trumps all like they're doing the advertising has been good solid Right. Since people are going to be talking about it so I think no matter what they did it was going to be a success for no matter what type of beer. it
0: was uh, it was always going to be a success I'm just saying for the people who don't have a complete sense of what's going on in the MCU it would have been easier for them I'm not talking about Marvel easier for the for the mind of the casual viewer to get on board with the Falcon and Winter Soldier because obviously there's going to be substance in that but they can just grab on to the fact that the first episode of The Shield's in it like that that's good enough. Mm-hmm. That's my only point. Obviously, it's being done well, but that's not up for debate. Yeah. Me, the first two episodes laid perfect groundwork for this series, and I'm I very, I, from being starved from it for 18 months, I'm fine after today. That's fine with me.
1: I'm feeling great.
0: I hate that we have to wait a week in between. That's the whole yeah. point. That's the whole kicker. But, you know, I, there's no doubt that this is being done perfectly fine.
2: Until next week I guess. Yeah, that's hopefully, all I got. Hopefully we get some more teasers. Um, so I don't think actually I don't think we'll
0: get anything. Just like Mandalorian. Like we didn't get anything mid week Did we? No. no. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean I in the next episode we'll get some we'll get some fun stuff, maybe. Um so yeah, you guys are do you want any closing thoughts? Nope. All right. So that will do it for our first episode uh, of recapping WandaVision, uh, that nothing, again, nothing rolls off the tongue eh, with the title of this show. Um, but so until, uh, next Friday for Aiden LeCory, Billy Bruno, uh, the wrong theater and the 6.0 podcast network. This has been Stephen O'Malley. We'll see you guys next week.